BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It could happen here. It's me, James, today, and I am joined uh, for a a rare example mm. of Daniel, Daniel being on the podcast. Yes, welcome, Very Daniel. Rare. I'm mm-hmm. James. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here uh, to talk with you on the podcast that I edit every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, you just hear me, but this time you get they, like uh, the Dan. It's like the subaltern speaks, but it's Daniel. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't fucking I couldn't really go anywhere with that so I just <laughs> I just left the two halves of the joke out there I neither of them with a partner um very sad yeah so Daniel we're here today to talk about first aid kits and mm. the reason we're talking about first aid kits is because it is pride month at, at the time yes. of recording and that of course in the United States means that people are worried about being murdered by homophobic psychopaths unfortunately and, so Mm-hmm. That is uh, that is the world that we live in. And it shouldn't be. It's fucked up. Uh, and it, it hopefully won't be this way forever because, you know, all, the, all these people are wrong and will die eventually. Yeah. And uh, that will make the world better. But fingers crossed. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. We can uh, we can hope, I guess. Can only hope. Uh, maybe they're raising a new generation of TERFs or, uh, or whatever. I don't think. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. Let's not. Speak hopefully not. To be. Indeed. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk because I've seen a bunch of people online, like a lot of people who are in the like LGBTQIA community or who are going to Pride, uh, just being like, oh, fuck. Like, and, and it genuinely, I can see why people are very afraid, right? Because mm-hmm. violence against queer people is, is at least seemingly increasing. Um, yeah. I'm not going to give you training because this is a podcast and you can't learn first aid on a podcast. And right. You can't learn it on YouTube either, really. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about like supplies and then places to get training because um, that is very important. Uh, I have bought my first aid kit that I use for work. I have quite a few that I use for work, actually. I, just, I don't like to repack them. And I sure. know that you you have bought one that Jeffrey Bezos kindly sent you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, at the uh, at the mm-hmm. height of uh, the, you know, the George Floyd protests, et cetera, mm-hmm. I was out there in the streets and kind of after observing what was happening in Portland and after, you know, listening to and editing, um, it could happen here episodes and, um, you know, what, what, what Gare and Robert were covering, it felt, if not necessary but very prudent to invest in something like this so that should there be a need to help people in the streets, I was there and able to do so. Um, and whether or not this was a good first aid kit, I think we're going to find out today. Yeah, that's, that's the aim of the game. Um, I should point <laughs> out that like my medical training is pretty basic, right? I'm not that mm-hmm. kind of doctor. 
Um, but uh, I do have a wilderness first responder and a wilderness first aid, and I've done stop the bleed training, and I've done CPR training, and I've done hostile environment first aid training. Uh, so a bunch of stuff which is focused around very, very, very basic first aid, right? In all mm. of those cases, it's like, uh, make sure the person doesn't die immediately and then get them to someone who is better trained than you so that they can help them more. Amen. Um, <laughs> which is like, if, if, listen, if you are learning about medical stuff on a podcast hosted by a guy who has a PhD in modern European history, then that 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 is what you are doing too, right? Like, Yes. And we're going to talk about that because you can for sure fuck someone up if, if, you, uh, if, if you go sort of outside of your scope of knowledge. And right. that um, is, I understand the desire to help. Uh, but we, we have to help in the way that is most helpful, I guess, uh, not do any harm. Amen. So, um, yeah, let's go over, let's, uh, let's go over, I guess, my first aid kit. Cool. And then we can, we can open yours and see what's the same and what's different, right? So Great. this is one, I like it because it's small and it fits in the small of my back. And if I really needed to, I could just like wear a kind of baggy shirt and it, it wouldn't be too obvious. I also have one that fits around my ankle for times when I really don't want people to know I have it, but I bet I'm also want to have it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can wear some sick flared jeans or something, and uh, people just think you're a trendy kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, they'll know. Um, so, yeah, in mine, it, it sort of goes on the small of your back, and then you, you can pull it away, right? It has a big old red handle. You just nice. pull it like that, and it comes away. That's smart. Um, yeah, it's nice. That's one thing I will say right off the bat. It's like I've seen a number of people get hurt in a number of different situations. I've seen a number of people render first aid, including myself, Sometimes successfully, sometimes sadly not successfully. Um, and um, if you're if you have a big bag of shit, mm-hmm. and then you open your bag of shit and you're just throwing stuff everywhere, stuff's falling right. on the ground. Right. Uh, it it you're it, that's not helpful, right? Like the things that will kill people that are preventable um, for the most part in, in like trauma injuries, right? Like the stuff that we might see if we're going to a pride, if we're attending a protest, uh, mm-hmm. and if, if we fucking work in a school in america mm-hmm. right yeah. um it's, it's largely like um like tension pneumothorax and a whole uh a sucking chest wound and mm-hmm. losing blood um and losing blood is is i believe that the sort of most common preventable cause of death in, in trauma injuries so most of this is going to focus around losing blood and that's where type of training called stop the bleed comes in right mm. i believe it's stopthebleed.org you can google free stop the bleed classes near me i have previously posted a link to where you can put in your postcode zip code uh and find free stop the bleed training near you nice uh and again that, that will cost you no money at all It'll cost you about half a day of oh, your wow. time oh great yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it's uh it's a great thing actually like it's one of the few things that that uh you know, the municipal governments of various things put on well. If there isn't one near you, I've heard of people hitting up fire departments and, and I'm getting them to put one on if they can demonstrate some interest. Cool. Because um, it, it's very basic. I mean, most fire departments will have paramedics, right, which is a sort of step up from an EMT. Sure. And so those those folks can help teach those things very well. Um, very cool. So what is in here for stopping the bleed? And I'm not going to teach you how to use it because <laughs> that's what someone else does. Okay? That's someone else's job. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so before I open it up, this is a tourniquet. Um, some people will pronounce that incorrectly. They they will say, <laughs> but th- those people hit, are wrong. Hit that hard T, little tourniquet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There the American go. way. Um, there you go. Yeah. So it's what this guy is 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 it it's for uh, like bleeding your limbs, arterial bleeding your limbs, right? Mm. Just goes around, cinch it down. And I'm not telling you how to fucking use it. And then you tighten it up, right? Great. The things I want to emphasize about this are one, the type of tourniquet that it is. So this is um, called a combat application tourniquet. It's made by a company called North American Rescue. Um, there are a few other ones that I would use. Um, the other one I have, I think, is the Softy Wide. Um, and I have some of the revex med ratcheting tourniquets as well um they use like a boa if people have used ski boots or cycling shoes they'll be familiar with a boa mm, cool the one to buy is the one that you use when you do your training right um mm. and it's going to be a sam is another one as another there these are all the tourniquets you want to buy if you're sort of um if you're confused about which one you used the w- ones that are approved by the TCCC, it's a committee on tactical casualty care uh Cool. Tactical casualty committee, something like that. Um, cool. Those guys have tested them extensively, right? To see which ones work, which ones don't. It, it 
it is this is not somewhere to save money that they they're about 23 25 bucks you find them on oh. sale it's it's not yeah i mean if 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 that's a big expense for you then i i understand uh and in it's it's okay not to have one if if that's a big expense or to save up and wait like that's okay it's better than using an improvised tourniquet right so there there are not very many very good studies at least that i could find um on improvised tourniquets um some places still teach an improvised tourniquet like i've I've taken a wilderness first responder where they taught it um i've also seen one not work uh and i will tell you that's not an experience that i want to ever have again in my life um and i i don't think it's one i'd like you all to share with me so um i would suggest if you're going to be using a tourniquet then then buying a, a cat is kind of the standard i wouldn't buy it from Jeffrey Bezos because um, this Amazon.com is a website that he owns. Um, <laughs> believe believe yeah, uh, space cowboy Jeffrey. Um, yeah. So the reason why is that all of these different there there are knockoffs, right? There are fakes of this. Sure. Um, they go in different. They go in the same bin, from what I'm told, and then the person who's the picker just maybe grabs one. And sometimes you can end up with a fake. Mm. What can happen with a fake is is the strap can break. Or the windlass. So the windlass is the guy that tightens it, can break. Ah, um, okay. Either of those things is going to lead to the tourniquet failing, right? It's not going to apply enough pressure. Uh, and that's going to... It, it could do a number of things, right? It could just fail to stop the bleeding. Uh, depending on if you've misidentified the bleeding, you could give someone like compartment syndrome or something. Um, sure. it, it's it's going to be very painful. It's going to be very painful anyway. Right. And, and you'll learn that in your course, which you're going to take. You're not going to... Not going to just listen to me on the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I will not. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and and so you do want a real one. And so the easiest way to obtain a real one is to buy one from a reliable source. Rescue Essentials, Chinook Medical, and North American Rescue are all people who I've worked with. Um, I'll say that Rescue Essentials sent me a bunch of shit before I went on a work trip. Uh, and they it was lots of it was outdated or the open box or something. And I was able to donate that to uh, fixers and journalists I was working with. Mm. I thought that was very cool of them. Cool. Um, they offer a Stop the Bleed Month discount. I think Stop the Bleed Month is May, so we might be out of that now. But um, those are all places where you can buy these tourniquets and know that you're not getting a fake one, right? Um, so We'll provide links to that in the uh, description of the episode. We will. Yep, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that those are there for you to click. Um, mm-hmm. So that's there are different generations. Uh, like I think Generation 7 is what I have. Generation 6 is also fine. Uh, it... Uh, you probably won't find one sold before that. On the off chance you do, I would just stick to a, a generation seven or six. Um, it does have a little timestamp, so you'll want a little Sharpie as well to write the time on. That's more important. It, it's possible that like, you might put this on somebody, say you're at a Pride event and there is something terrible happening, like a mass shooter, and you might be there for a while. Uh, let's say you're in Texas and all your cops are fucking cowards. Um, mm. Then, mm. unfortunately... Uh, if, if you were able to render aid to someone and then you both of you were able to not get hurt any further, you could be there for a while. And then it would be relevant what time the tourniquet is applied. Normally, right. you know, in the US, we would hope that you would have medical attention pretty quickly um, because, the, you know, that threat would have been stopped and then EMS would be able to provide um, help. But So that that's where the time thing comes in, right? Uh, and so you want to have a tiny Sharpie when you have a tourniquet and uh, you can get North American Rescue actually sell little tiny half-sized Sharpies and I shove them in the pouch with the tourniquet and then there they are and then you always have a Sharpie. Um, so we go inside. There it is. Look at that. Okay. Hey. Um, <laughs> the little guy. Oh, that's a cute little yeah, Sharpie Yeah, right isn't he gorgeous? Yeah, we that's love perfect. a little guy. Here, it's yeah. like a credit card size Sharpie. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For those who are not uh, Danil, that is exactly. a small, it's a, <laughs> exactly. small, it's a pinky Sharpie. Um, I, will do, I will do the part of contextualizing for the, uh, for the non-video audience. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, of course. Pa- paint, paint a picture with words, if you will. Um, <laughs> so we're going through this now. If we, get, if we focus on bleeding again, right? Um, there's a couple of different dressings that you have. So again, I'm not going to tell you what to use for where, but um, you would use like the tourniquet on one part of your body. Um, the other things you're going to use would be a pressure dressing. Um, okay. So you can get a ton of different pressure dressings. I like the Olay's ones, O-L-A-E-S. Um, but it doesn't hugely matter. Those ones just have a little bit of gauze that you can pull out so you can pack a wound too. And Got I've, it. Um, sometimes if you, do a, if you get like a nice training, they might let you practice packing some wounds. They might have like a little fake wound that you can pack. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, Ooh. so that you'll learn a lot about like, how to do that there um and so those allow you to pack the wound some of the other ones don't but honestly like sometimes they're called israeli bandages um they will not 
uh, like colonize Palestine if you uh, you know put put them in your first gate kit. Um, but that that's what this guy is, right? And sometimes they have a lot of packaging on. Okay. Uh, so you want to take them down to kind of the last layer of packaging. None of this shit is sterile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, none of this stuff is is again, it's not supposed to be in for a long time, right? Um, so, so it's okay to have that, like either just bare or in, in its first layer of packaging. Um, I want to yeah. contextualize one thing from a video perspective, just for mm-hmm. everybody listening. Uh, as James is showing me his first aid kit, it looks like every item that he's talking about, uh, other than the tourniquet, is individually yeah. wrapped and also strapped down. Yeah. Um, it looks like I would say about seven or eight individual items within there. And they all have their own pocket and they're all strapped down. And that's something that immediately looking at mine... I basically have, you know, small plastic baggies that I will hold up to James right now. Small plastic baggies of just like a lot of loose shit. And it's just way too much stuff in here. I would say of Mm -hmm. what I see in James's bag versus mine, I think, I mean, first of all, there's stuff missing. Like there's no tourniquet in here. There's a lot of different gauze things. And there's, but there's, you know, in mine, I have like 700 different bandages and like there's aspirin in here and like some things that feel like they're more for like a camping trip than they are really like handling a first aid scenario in which you need to save someone's life. So one piece of advice that I'm getting from James as he Mm -hmm. shares this is that, you know, what's important to carry around is the stuff that is going to give you immediate access to the ability to save someone's life. So think about that as you are like packing your bag. What I have here that I bought online that I'm still glad that I have Mm -hmm. is basically a collection of a bunch of different miscellaneous first aid stuff rather than a very stripped down specific list of items that I can use to save someone's life in an emergency scenario. Yes, that's an excellent point. And you can see them all, right? When you open this guy, this guy is also like size such that I can pull it off, pop it on the floor, open it up, have my workspace in front of me. If there's anything I'm not confident doing, if like when horrible things happen and people are bleeding, you, you do not in that time gain skills, right? Mm-hmm. It, at that moment, it, speaking from like more experience than I would like to have, um, if people are in a really bad way in front of you, it, it's not a fun time and you, you get scared and you might panic. That's okay. That happens to everyone. You know, people aren't supposed to see that shit. Um, right. and if it, certainly if it's your first time seeing it, it's not unreasonable at all to, to freak out and not know what to do. You can just hold any of this shit up and say, hey, I have a tourniquet. Hey, right. I have a pressure dressing. And right. someone who who's at that time is able to help can take that. They know what they're doing. They can help. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's totally fine just to have this shit. And, 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 and if you don't know how to use it, you know, don't go beyond your scope of knowledge, but just you have that shit and you can provide it to someone else. That's fine. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From football playoffs to basketball madness, 
TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. So yeah, everything's in little elastic bands. I've got this stuff, which is called Quick Clot. And we've talked a lot on the podcast recently about indigenous medical technologies. Mm. This is an example of one, right? Nice. Um, so it's using, I think, kaolin. There's some that use kaolin, some that use something that came from crab shells. But this is this is an indigenous medical technology that, that now is um, sort of, it's, it's been refined over time. This it just contains a thing that stops, um, it, it, it helps blood to clot, it's a hemostatic agent, right? Got it. So Got when it. you're pa- packing a wound, uh, you could use this first. This this would help with blood clotting, right? Um, it's also the type I have is detectable on x-rays, which helps a lot. Um, there are some older types, which are powders. Um, those, are, those are probably best avoided. And you want the gauze that is impregnated with the hemostatic agent if you can. This stuff got really pricey recently. Like, mm. I think the best price I've seen for this is 35 bucks. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, this mm. guy is, is going to cost you the most. Um, Do you have any idea why that is? I think a lot of people probably bought it in 2020. Might be Got part it. of it. Got uh, it. Maybe it's some kind of supply chain thing. I don't sure. even know where they get the ingredients from. Um, but but um, they just went up in price a lot. Mm. Uh, Link like a lot of people were sort of reaching out about, hey, why is this shit so expensive? Sure. I don't know. But uh, it's not like 100% necessary, but it, it is a very helpful thing. And, and it can make a difference in some cases, right? Um, so that, that's your hemostatic gauze. Um what else I've got in here is a pair of trauma shears. Um, that's just if you need to remove someone's clothing to access a wound. And that is kind of important. So, um, for instance, I was doing a training once, uh, and I'll, I prefer to like speak about those things. So, like, uh, where a guy was presented to us with gunshot wound, uh, and like, if you don't rip off his trousers, uh, like this, this, you know, if someone's been shot and you're there helping them. Again, like if, if you're not comfortable doing this, you haven't done the training, then don't be just ripping off strangers' clothes. That's weird. Um, In general, but, don't be ripping off strangers' clothes. Yeah, but yes. yeah. There comes In a time, In this scenario, right? yes. Yeah. Um, so like, and it, they had this cool kind of thing around his leg that bled. Like he had like two wounds that were pumping Oof. out blood. It's Yikes. like a cool kind of bleeding simulator. So, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, B- bullets will do crazy shit. Um, mm-hmm. They'll go in one part of your leg and hit the bone and bounce around and go out and fight the other, but they don't always travel in straight lines. They're not laser beams. Um, so by exposing that wound, you can sometimes see the exit wound. Um, and, and so you'll know that there are two wounds, right? Yeah. Depending on how you're going to treat it, you know, if you're going to pack it, you're going to put a tourniquet on it, but um, that, that will, that's what these are for. You can also get things which are called, like, I think it's called a clothing knife. Um, I actually keep one. Uh, here we are. I tuck it into the belt of my um, my plate carrier that I use for work, just so that it's like right here. Um, cool. It's the same place I keep my diving knife, so then I know it's there. Um, it. And what it does is, these are handy things to have in your truck too. Uh, it, oh. It's a cont- yes, you've, I'm yeah, you've seen mm-hmm. it. So it's a it's contained a sil- blade, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like this little chap because, um, in addition to the contained blade, it has a little um, glass breaker. Yes, I was going to say we have one in the car, so it's like a seat. Mm-hmm. Some people might know it as a seatbelt cutter. Yes, um, yeah, seatbelt yeah. cutter, and and usually on the other side, like you said, they have a glass breaker. So, but that is a much more contained one, and that looks nice. The one in my car is like the size of a small hammer because it's like meant yeah. to be like you know give you the force to hold it and mm-hmm. smack a window, but also to cut a thing. That is super useful. I think everybody should have one in their car. Yeah, you can put it on your keyring even, right? This is the yeah. size of uh, like a. Uh, uh, like a matchbox, yeah, or like a key a ma- fob. It's like the size yes. of a key fob. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. If you have a newer vehicle than I do, then you will have the electric <laughs> yes, that's true. key Sorry, fob. I didn't mean to be. I didn't mean no, to be car a, classist here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Mine, mine's approaching classic status. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll put a link on the on the website for this little chap as well. Um, Great. We're not like we're not fucking uh, getting affiliate revenue from no, these we are not. guys. We're just trying to help you out um yeah the nice thing about this is like it's quite hard to stab someone with trauma shears because they've got this little, yeah, little like, nub on the bottom yeah. but like it, it can be quite a lot of chopping right. and things yeah, right yeah, this yeah. guy it's every you can like whoop 
Um, so these are probably also cheaper, um, and you mm. won't end up using them as scissors and getting them blunt. Um, so that is that is my little getting people's clothes off. And then the last one, um, I have a couple of burn dressings in here. That's just because so many people got burned um, in 2020. Uh, a pro oh, tip from like, me, though, yeah. yeah, would be to if someone shoots something at you, don't pick that shit up. Don't like, pick it just up. Just don't. <laughs> like, I. In my prepping, I got yeah. fire resistant gloves. I got mm-hmm. like I got gloves that were treated for like I don't even remember, it's like five hundred degrees or something like that. In the event that I needed to throw back a gas canister, but I think I was Love thinking. That for you, Daniel. I, I mean, I, I was way too yeah. Rambo about the whole thing because I still have not encountered a gas grenade once yet. So, you know, yeah, I shouldn't say fingers across. crossed, but I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm down. Yeah, maybe. Get, yeah. I'm, get, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, I love that for you. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you can instead of having the gloves, right? Just, just avoid picking it up. But people do get burned from that, from from other stuff, right? So. A burn dressing, not really necessary and because like, it's unlikely. If, if someone is burned to the extent that it's threatening to their life, you aren't helping them with your little box of stuff. Uh, right. um, so that's fine. Uh, and then these guys are vented chest seals. Ideally, you do want vented chest seals. I was reading a study the other day. It suggested the sort of greater survivability. Um, and what you are doing with those is that this is for a sucking chest wound. Um, it's not named that because it sucks, uh, but it, it does. But it does. But not, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, it is. It, this is for like, yeah, I guess penetrating chest trauma. Um, and what these these guys? I bought in a pack of two. Um, Hyphen are a good brand. I think Halo or another brand. There are some knockoffs on on Amazon.com that I wouldn't buy. Just like again, it's probably worth spending a little bit extra. These are, these are the ones that. Um, have gone through extensive testing mm. that are issued to lots of militaries around the world. Uh, they're very flat, right? Uh, if you wanted to, you could distribute the shit about your person. It's just going to be harder to get at it. And you're not going to remember which back pocket maybe you shove sure. what in. Um, sure. These are very flat and uh, very easy. They're, they're giant stickers. Um, and you, you, again, when you do your training, we'll learn how to use them. But um, yeah, I would avoid like the Rhino... I think Rhino is one of the brands I've seen on Amazon and stuff. Just okay. like get a hyphen is kind of the standard. Um, there's an older type as well, um, but if these hyphens are more compact and they're preferred. Um, cool. And so, when you're searching hyphen, if you happen to be searching, yep. it's H Y F I N. We're going to put it in yep. the chat, but just, you know, for a word that is phonetically very similar to another common word, hyphen is H Y F I N. Ah, yes. Yeah. H Y P A G N. Yep. So. Well said, Daniel. That is a um, that is a that's a, a chest seal, right? So chest seal. Um, here is the other type, just for uh, your viewing. That's an Asherman chest seal. So that uh, not preferred. So stick with uh, the hyphen. These are kind sure. of bigger and um, don't pack as well. And, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would stick with the hyphens. The other thing I have in here um, is a uh, like a space blanket. Uh, oh, cool. Just, oh, survival you, wrap. Interesting. Yeah. So in, when you are losing a lot of blood, you get very cold. Uh, mm, and so you do want right. to keep that trash. Uh, you do want to keep that casualty warm. And this isn't going to really be enough on its own, quite honestly. Um, like you need to probably actively heat someone, but it's better than sure. nothing. And it, it, again, it's very small. Um, again, I've given tons of these out in various different situations that weren't um, like a casualty situation. So that they're a nice thing to have. You don't generally want to be packing shit just because it's a nice thing to have, and we'll get onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this again is very small. It, there's almost always space for it, so I include that. Um, I also have a little source of light, like a little torch. Um, yeah, fla- flashlight for American listeners. Nice. Um, a S H, um, and <laughs> that is there for um, being able to see things, uh, right. which is very handy actually. Um, when you when you're trying to help somebody who is bleeding, uh, totally. Uh, another thing to include would be gloves. Um, I have my gloves somewhere else on this belt, so they're not here. But um, medical gloves, right? Um, and uh, again, you'll probably learn this in your course. But like a lot of people like to buy black ones. I don't know why. Um, cops wear black ones all the time, right? Oh, um, just cool. makes it a little more difficult if you are doing a blood sweep, which is a thing you'll learn about in your class. Mm. Uh, so that. It's actually quite hard to see like blood on black, especially right. in, in totally. perfect that lighting conditions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So blue, tan, yeah, uh, something like that is kind of preferable. Um, and I, I do have those in the in the first aid kit. Thank goodness. Nice. Yeah, if you want to have those somewhere ready to go, I think they're on the front of this bag. Just so you can slap those on. Nice. Um, just you know, 
uh, you, you don't know where other people have been, what they've been mm-hmm. up to, uh, and it, it doesn't matter, right? You still want to help them, so you just want to just want to take care of yourself there. Um, so those are honestly the main things I have in there. What I don't have in here is equally important, right? I do not have tampons in here. The reason I do not have tampons in here is, well, it's too far. I'm not a person who menstruates. And uh, even if I was, I wouldn't have them in my first aid kit. Uh, and technically, because they are not very good at, but they're, they're terrible at dealing with like massive bleeding, right? Massive right. hemorrhage. That's right. not what they're for. Um, if, if people are familiar with uh, what they are designed for, like the, the volume of blood is is not the same as the volume of blood that you will see from arterial bleed. Yeah, <laughs> it's not <laughs> Just, even close. Yeah, uh, yeah. Believe me, again, like I've I had the misfortune to see people die from blood loss, and like right. that is a lot of blood. Um, yeah, more, and it's coming out fast, and you ain't stopping it with a tampon. Right, it just kind of stopping someone who is better equipped from helping. Um, so if you want to carry tampons and you want to have them available in case someone needs them, that is great. That's very kind of you. Put mm-hmm. them in your car, put them in your, in your bag that you go around with, please. But uh, not, not, don't confuse them with a trauma dressing. No, correct. Because uh, they are different things. Um, don't plan to improvise anything more broadly, mm. right? Like it, it's just... It, it, when we have excellent tools available that are designed for this job, just use them. And it's fine not to be able to get all this stuff at once, right? You could spring for the chest seals first and then save sure. a bit of money, get the tourniquet. Sure. That's fine. Sure. Um, but, like, yes, can you can you improvise a chest seal with some duct tape and, and a credit card or a, p- a crisp packet? In theory, sure. But, sure. like, these are, like, 12 bucks. Right. So let's just, let's just, let's just get them if we can. Yeah. And, have people improvised tourniquets successfully with cravats? Yes. Mm. Have those failed and resulted in loss of life? You know, yes. Like in yeah. some cases, um, it, it, your belt isn't a tourniquet, right? It doesn't have right. a windlass. It's not going to get tight enough. Um, right. It might snap. Have people right. used them successfully? Yes. Is there a $23 thing which works much more effectively? Yes. Um, and, and it's a serious thing. It, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's very real. Like, again, speaking from experience, like this shit will, uh, affect you deeply and you want to know that you did the best you could mm-hmm. so and if you can't afford any of this stuff that's yeah. totally fine like just take your time and acquire it i i think an important thing to add at this point is to mm-hmm. you know listeners of our show uh are I, I think overly familiar with the way that we have um kind of introduced the idea of mutual aid like mm-hmm. the the point of mutual aid. And what I mean by that is that you are not a one-person revolutionary. Like yep. the whole idea is community effort. And so especially with something like this, this is like a, a kind of a two-part point, especially with something yep. like this, consider that you are part of a community that can help people overall. Maybe it is not you, the individual listening to this episode right now, that is like, I'm going to go invest in all of these things because I will be the first aid person. Maybe there's someone you know who is already interested in this, and this is information that you can pass on to them should they be wanting to invest in equipment like this. And another thing to think about in terms of why James is offering specific items is because think about a hobby that you like doing. Think about anything that you like doing a lot. You know, you don't usually buy the cheapest version of the thing. And now this is not me, you know, necessarily advocating for overspending or buying expensive things. You just want to buy stuff that lasts and that works well and that does the job because, uh, you know, overall, that stuff will last longer than anything that is cheaper in the immediate moment. I think people can say the same thing about things like work boots, about tools, about anything that to you is worth investing your time in. So if this is something that you value, if 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 being a first responder or being that person who's there, if taking a stop the bleed course is something that's important to you, consider that these things are more than just like, you know, good things to have on hand. They're an investment on your future and your interests. So just just something to consider that like while some of these things may I mean, nothing sounds outrageously expensive that you've said so far. I think the most expensive thing that you talked about was $35, something in yeah, that, something in that range. Think, yeah, you can spend a lot on the pouch, but I mean, sure. you, you shouldn't. Sure. Uh, like, don't buy some fancy hype beast Instagram gun guy <laughs> pouch and you'll right, be fucking exactly. fine. Um, yeah, yeah that, I think, yeah, the, the C-Lock scores is probably the most expensive thing I've spoken about. Um, on the point of durability, I do want to say... I've seen people practicing with their tourniquets and I would suggest mm-hmm. getting another one to practice with. Um, totally makes sense. Uh, 
So North American Rescue Break's a blue one. It's exactly the same. It works just the same. If you need to use it, you can. But it, over time, those things fatigue, and they're, they're not designed for multiple uses. Um, mm-hmm. Have they been used multiple times? Yes. Do people wash them and wash the blood off them and use them again? Yes. Is again, like, we shouldn't plan for a suboptimal setting. Right. And what's already going to be a pretty fucking suboptimal moment. Um, right. Talking of suboptimal stuff, Daniel, uh, we oh, have to stop... Right. Yeah, to uh, to talk about Ronald Reagan. So that's my bad. I should have been the one yeah. being like, "James, when you take an ad break." <laughs> that, but yeah, but, but here I am, a seasoned professional. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. We're back. Uh, We've returned from our ad break. So I wanted to talk about resources for training because I think those are very important, right? And that is where you're going to learn stuff. I am not telling you how to do this. Um, I would suggest hitting up Stop the Bleed. I think it's stopthebleed.org, Stop the Bleed Training in my area. There's a website that we'll link in the description. There's a part of that website where you can put in your zip code and find trainings. Um, And then if I think about where I've got my training, uh, it's through an organization called Knowles, National Outdoor Leadership School. So once you get past Stop the Bleed, you've got a couple of like most community colleges will have an EMTB course, uh, EMT Basic. Uh, those That's quite a commitment of your time, but you can learn a lot of very important things. Uh, it can be a career for you if you want it to be. Certainly, it can be an adjunct to other careers you want to do. Um if you want to work in the outdoors, if you can do an EMTB and then do a wilderness EMT, that opens up a whole range of expeditions to you. Um, so a community college should be free. Uh, most of those courses are free or very affordable, depending on where you are. Knowles courses are not free, nor are they very affordable. Uh, they, they are very expensive, but they are very good. Your local REI probably puts them on. Knowles does have scholarships for people who are more marginalized from the outdoors, or they did last time I spoke to them. Um, so those might be worth checking out. Um, and then there are apps which will give you resources. Resources are not the same as training, right? Like training is knowing what to do. It's not, sometimes it's knowing where to look, but in situations like this, like you don't want to be on your phone. Um, for more advanced stuff, for stuff where, you know, you're, you're, you're doing care in the field, right? If you're doing, or, you know, wilderness first responder, if you're uh, I'm trying to think times that i've done stuff with that uh one time i was climbing up a mountain and a big old rock fell on me i had to um split my leg and oh my uh, god what i was ble- bleeding a lot yeah yeah it's good times uh yeah <laughs> don't um yeah don't don't uh watch out for rockfall audience um, I, I just want to throw something out there every single time <laughs> james tells us 
any story about his life, it is just this this wonderfully vivid, like colorful story about something that has happened to him or an experience that he's had or a profession that he's had that just adds <laughs> to the tome of interesting facts about James. So if you I don't I don't know. I, I highly recommend you listen to every single episode that James is on because you have lived a fascinating life and that is merely a split second of it. That's wild. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Uh but yeah, in the, you know clearly. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> With that right like especially in wilderness medicine there's an emphasis on using what you already have and because you can't bring everything into the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? So that's where I'm saying knowledge doesn't weigh anything. It doesn't take up any space in your pack. Um, so you can use an air mattress pretty well to splint a leg injury. Uh, you can use one of those foam. So air mattress is the guy that you sleep on. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can kind of fan dangle those up around a leg. Huh. Uh, you can use a thermarest or similar other products are available. Foam sleeping mattress. Wow. Um, you can use a hiking pole, right? A uh, tent pole. Tent poles are kind of nice because you can break them down into sections to get the right length. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then all you're using from your first aid kit is your um, is your tape, right? Or right. If I like ski straps. I attach everything in my life that's important to me with ski straps. Um, <laughs> so uh, I love a ski strap and I had some ski straps and you can just splint that bad boy with a couple of ski straps, a couple of tent poles, back of the neck. Uh, you're not having a great day at that point. Like it's not, mm-hmm. this is not the kind of medical care you'd hope for in a professional setting. But uh, you know, if you've got that and you've got a crutch, you can, you can get yourself to a higher degree of care. Um, so when we're doing stuff like that, I believe Knowles has a wilderness medicine app. There's deployed medicine, which is a US military resource for field care, which can help to remind you of stuff that you've already trained on. It's not going to teach you to do stuff. You shouldn't just read about it on there and use it. And there's uh, a new one called Goes, G-O-E-S, which literally launched like this week, um, Goes Health, which uh, it's offline. So it gives an offline database of wilderness medicine um, and it helps you kind of with diagnostic cues of stuff. Um, So when you do your wilderness first responder, at least when I did it, Someone must have had an ectopic pregnancy and had a very bad outcome because they'll they'll ask you with all these questions like what could this be what could this be and like they they want you to be able to know what an ectopic pregnancy is so like but there's a, there's like a sort of flow chart that you can follow right to help you be like what is this is it appendicitis what's going on here um so sure, sure, sure. Uh, when because you probably won't remember every certainly if you take a woofer course and then two years later you know you, you have before you recertify like something happens a lot could happen in two years you won't have remembered everything that you learned in your course right so right some of those mm-hmm. apps are useful um but the most important thing this thing where you will learn to use all of the items in this ifat is stop the bleed and it is free um and that is where everyone should start. Um, they're not going to teach you how to use all the things. So if we bust open the the, the bag that you got, Daniel, quickly, yeah. sure. um, it's overstuffed. It's, it there's a lot of things in there. Yeah, a lot Way of items. Way too many things. I mean, literally, like aspirin. There is a there is a pouch of emergency drinking water. Oh yeah. There wow. is there is a uh, what should I call it? A a bright stick, like a little uh, light stick. Mm-hmm. Um, there is about a hundred different kinds of, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, like look at this literal, just like pile of band-aids, just li- like hundreds of band-aids yep. and alcohol wipes and, oh, there's a whistle, yep. a whistle. Should you get lost in the wilderness? Mm-hmm. Um, Whistles are very handy in, uh, urban or rural, uh, no, disasters, but not for, I, not for first aid. No, not for this. I don't think yeah. any of this stuff is necessarily bad. It's just, there's just way too much. There's gauze pads. There is this ABD pad, sterile extra absorbent pad. Yep. That, you know, I don't think is going to do what it needs to do, but there's a shit ton of gauze in here. And mm-hmm. there are, look at, you want to talk about things to cut open. You were talking about um, clothing scissors. Yeah. Uh, these little guys <laughs> are, I don't think are going to do that. No, they're for trimming your tape and stuff. Exactly, trimming tape. There's also tweezers in here. Really, this feels like for people who are in the wilderness and they get a splinter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that stuff's super (laughs) handy to have in your truck or your car or your bike. Motorcycle guys are normally pretty good about having a kind of first aid kit. Yes, yeah. It's not going to immediately stop you uh, from dying from loss of blood, which is what we're concerned with here. If you do ride a motorcycle, you really want to fucking have one. Like, uh, totally. I ride a bicycle and I have seen some 
or motor vehicle accidents and i'm just going to say motorcycle folks ought to have that someone else can grab it off your motorbike and use it if you've hurt yourself but sure um nick i've seen that happen before um so yeah that stuff is all very handy it's all very nice it can make you feel better right like it, there's I, I imagine there's a ton of ibuprofen mm-hmm. and paracetamol and benadryl uh all, yep. all that stuff is great mm-hmm. that stuff's super handy right and uh, another thing i would add is some of that stuff can be life-saving um if you have an allergy right and you need sure to to take something for that yeah put that right. in your first aid kit because that's particular to you right and if, you, if that's gonna if you need an EpiPen, then have your EpiPen. uh mm. of, of course right you know i'm sure you do anyway if you have diabetes have your glucagon and some sugar um all of that stuff is of course important but in terms of like dealing with what we perceive to be an increased risk of like uh, homophobic violence, which normally manifests itself as people getting shot in this country, then the the, the little scissors and the ABD pad, the band-aids aren't, aren't what we need and they're just going to get in the way. So even if you have those, great, keep them in the car. Um, I gave tons of people band-aids because they got blisters in 2020, right? Because the people are not familiar mm, with walking totally. that far, their boots sucked, people decided <laughs> to wear heavy boots because they were worried. All understandable yep. things. It's a lot of band-aids, a lot of, lot of horseshoe plasters, sort of, you know, like second skin. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to give you one of those things. Um, I'll keep it in a different pocket though, right? So, I, I, so I'm not, sh- sh- you know, sorting past the blister plasters if yes. someone's been shot. And that's a, a good tip, uh, regardless of what you're doing, what you even if you're d- doing, you know, you're bringing more stuff for more people, that's great. Aspirin. I bet people need that sometimes. Or ibuprofen if their knee's hurting from walking a lot. Great. Uh, pound that shit. But like, don't, um, that's not what we want. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be administering medicines, really. Certainly, if we're not trained to do so after a trauma thing, because some of the, the uh, pain medicines we might be taking might uh, might inhibit blood clotting, right? So we, we don't want to be doing that before that person goes on to a higher standard of care. It's going to fucking suck for them, but like you're mm-hmm. the, the best you can do is, is is stop that person dying or help someone else who's qualified to do that by just saying, "Hey, I have this stuff." And and it's all pretty compact, you know. Like it's, it, it's um it's it's you know the size of a paperback book decent sized paperback book something like that and it and having it may or may not be hopefully right you just buy this thing and it it sits around for a while and eventually if you've been having the tourniquet in the sun for years and years you want to replace it the uv can cause them to decay um you can just put them inside a pouch i've made all kinds of pouches for them You, you can buy an expensive one on the internet or you can just use a piece sew a piece of nylon which is what I do. Um, two rubber bands and put it inside your waistband of your thing. Um, many, many such solutions exist. But yeah, I would encourage everyone, and I think I've said this about 28 times, to get training uh, yes. and not to just to just go and do this. Um, if, you, if you can't access that training straight away and you want to get the stuff while you look for training, that's fine. Just don't be doing stuff you don't know how to do uh, because, you know, someone might confuse that for someone who is qualified and is helping. And then if you don't know what you're doing and, and you make a mistake and that, that could be worse than, than someone. If someone comes in and they're doing triage, right? They're saying, who do we need to treat now? Who do we need to treat later? Who can't we help then? Right. Uh, and they see you doing that. Like, okay. That person's covered. Then you want to be sure that you're covering what you're doing. So um, yeah, just make sure you get the training. We're not trying to scare you into not going to things. Please don't feel afraid i know it's very easy to feel afraid that's of course the goal of you know most of these people uh their ass is welded to their gaming chair and they will never actually come into the streets and hurt you they just stay stuff stay stuff on twitter.com and like you're fine um but it's very reasonable to be prudent uh, and certainly this is stuff i have in my truck i have it in my bag i have it in most places i go and you know you get used to it it's fine and take it of course when i'm on work trips and i try and leave lots of it with my colleagues who can't access it so easily in in other countries so yeah uh yeah. i hope that's helpful it's for peace people. of mind it's peace yes. of mind yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is it, it's it's and it, look i guess just to wrap up like you are not uh i don't watch television really uh hugh laurie what's hugh laurie's deal uh house oh house yeah or yeah, like house. some other super doctor right like you can't heal everyone sure. Uh, bad things right. happen, but it's just peace of right. mind and trying to do your best to help everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's relatively accessible and, and not too expensive. I think there's an IFAC fund, which gives these away for free as well. So oh, cool. That's worth looking into. 
um, if that's if someone can find that, they can send it to me and I will post it. But yeah, Great. it's peace of mind and, and it's it's not too hard to get that training. So go out there and do that. Wonderful. Do it with someone you love. Do it do it for fun. Do it yeah. with your friend. Make a it do it go on a date. Yeah. Find someone <laughs> on Tinder. Yeah, do it. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite color? So what are you doing this weekend? Want to do a stop the bleed course? I think that's Hello. very sexy. <laughs> I, I would, I'd a hundred percent be into that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please Wonderful. don't DM me with potential stuff. No, do not do no, do not DM James. No, no, don't do it. Um, but yeah, hopefully that helps people. Wonderful. Uh, well, James, thank you so much for this yeah. awesome information. It's been an absolute pleasure being on the show with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that was uh, lovely. And uh, we'll post links in the chat. Or post, mm-hmm. sorry, post link. Yeah, yeah. The chat that we have with all oh of our listeners. Oh my gosh, <laughs> exactly. That, that's, that's my Twitch shit coming through. Uh, we'll post mm-hmm. links in the description of the episode. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I look forward yeah. to doing this again with you. Yeah, Daniel, talking of your Twitch shit, where can people find oh, your Twitch shit? They don't, they don't need to find me anywhere. But if you want to yeah. find me, uh, you can find What's me at twitch.tv slash, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Daniel, D-A-N-L. And um, if you want to come ask me what Robert smells like, I will not ban you, but I will time you out for 10 minutes. So, you know, just, <laughs> you know, know that I'm happy to have yeah. whoever wants to come watch the uh, watch the Twitch stream, but um, I'm not going to answer any weird questions about my coworkers. <laughs> as it should be (laughs) (laughs) thank you Daniel thank you James It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media for more podcasts from Cool Zone Media visit our website coolzonemedia.com or check us out on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts you can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources thanks for listening Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.